0: Welcome to episode one seventy four of Pannelology. I am Alex. I'm Jenna, and I'm Brian. Welcome back, everybody. Yay.
1: Brian, that's me. Yeah. I like not saying the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: See, I like saying the
1: end. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Last week,
0: last week, Jen forgot the end, and there was this long silence, and we're both like, "Oh, and." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here we are, back reunited, and it feels so good.
1: So good. So right.
0: So nice. So nice. Excellent. Let's Would you like to add any other musical references into that, Brian? No. Okay. <laughs> the floor rests then. The floor rests. <laughs> Uh, how is everyone this week?
3: Uh,
0: not ready for next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, DragonCon, which as you listen is this weekend. Yes. yes. Friday, one PM. Uh Hilton Marriott, what building are we Hilton, in? Hilton Galleria Hilton, Seven. Galleria Seven. I knew Galleria Seven. Also, the if you
1: buy the, if you're not coming to DragonCon and you buy the virtual membership, uh we will be streaming online.
0: Not video, though. Seven's not streaming. Six is streaming. I thought
1: seven was and six wasn't.
0: Other way around. Six is the big room it streams.
1: Well, I read that incorrectly.
0: We're not in the streaming room. Okay, Jen's going to check it. Jen's going to find out. I don't think we're streaming.
3: Okay, well, keep going.
0: We'll be streaming to the people who subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> we'll be available to stream later. Yeah, exactly. We're not live streaming.
2: streaming. Correct. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll have audio but not video. I know we won't have video. Well, it's
2: better for us than having video and not audio. So.
0: And it might be better for our listeners if we had video and not audio. Okay, that's fair. Yep. That's fair. I bet some of them wish right now that that was the case, in fact.
2: <laughs> they will in a few minutes anyway, yeah. I'm
0: sure.
1: Listen, I'm just saying it's, it's the difference of whether or not my makeup is on fleek that day. Me it's too. One of like
0: twelve panels you have that day. No, it'll be I eighty have degrees two that day. By one in the afternoon, you'll have to reapply.
1: Uh, that is not true. I am very fucking good at makeup, and I have very fucking good makeup.
0: Th- these things are both true. Me too. I've got nothing for. Yes, Brian, you are. <laughs> Brian, I got all I That's because all
2: my makeup is done by my daughter. So that's.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good too.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, why do you say we talk about comics? Yeah, probably, hey, <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Bad reception number one. Oh wow. Um this is a
2: new Aftershock book. Uh by uh is it, I guess it's Wando. Yes. Um and he is the artist, creator, writer, all of all of the above, so pretty much everything. Um this is a story about um
0: Hold on, Jenna's oh, glowering wait. at me. We're not streaming. You're right i'm sorry it's not like i'm helping you know plan or coordinate behind the scenes any of this sometimes you
1: remember things incorrectly occasionally
0: usually that's just that people are two different people yeah like say i don't know well, tom petty hoping... and uh uh or rob thomas for that matter. no i know my rob thomas <laughs> i know you do i know you do <laughs> but maybe tom petty and i don't know what's that guy who's not tom petty
1: for fuck's sake <laughs> brian okay Brian, Brian, Brian. Hi Jim. You know who that other person is? Who is not? Six. No, you know who the the other person is? Who is not Tom Petty? That he thinks is Tom Petty.
2: Oh shit! I'm scared to find out.
1: Steve Miller Band.
2: <laughs>
0: Why is this so funny?
1: Because they sound nothing alike. They're both
0: summer dad rock. That's kind of sad <laughs> and a little bit yay America. Nothing, nothing alike. Wow. It does. If you like, think I would the almost, same person, I would
1: almost <laughs> like get it if you thought that Steve Miller Band and Creedence. Clearwater Revival C-C-R, was yeah. the same band, but it's still mind-boggling. But Tom Petty has Petty? one of the
2: mo- most identifiable voices like ever. Like Maybe Bob Dylan is more identifiable, yeah. but after that, Tom Petty's way up there, man.
3: For fuck's
1: sake. <laughs> Tom Petty and Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> I swear to God. mm Nope. Alex, don't even. I see that face. Don't even.
0: I could not name a Dwight Yoakam song if he sang one and bit me on the ass. A
1: lot of them are Elvis songs. And it's the only way I'll listen to Elvis.
0: Look, some people are two different people. And I accept this. But when you think they're one person. When you think they're one person and don't separate them as individuals, it's kind of hard to separate their body of work.
1: But it's it's nothing alike.
2: It's the Tom Petty Some people are versatile. (laughs)
1: Fuck the heartbreakers. Anyway, bad reception number one, Brian? Oh
2: boy. So um, <laughs> I th- so this is about a uh, technology commenter and a very very famous singer, like superstar famous. Yeah. Like Beyonce famous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like so, she lives and breathes by social media and you know her brand and all this stuff. Well, they are getting married, and part of the the Set up for this is, like, they're going offline for this. So, for, like, three days... Hashtag off the grid. Yeah. They're going to be completely non-communicative to any kind of technology or social media or anyone
1: on the in the outside world well
2: so here's the thing like i I mean technology is what i it's what i do for a living and i'm into it and i listen to podcasts about technology and all and like i'm pretty much off facebook and social i like i I just don't do social Mm -hmm. media for reasons because i think it's bad for Anyway I won't go into that whole thing, but so <laughs> because re- you want
0: to be a healthy well adjusted human being. <laughs>
1: right
4: <laughs> basically,
2: basically, and so like this position that he had like I totally like resonates with me, and I love it, um, but clearly, what's gonna happen here is something something horribly horribly wrong is gonna go on at this wedding, yeah, and like none of them are gonna have their any ability to communicate it out,
1: yeah, their phones are gonna be locked in a fucking safe,
2: yeah, pretty much yeah. <laughs> So
0: it's but, not a uh, cabin in the woods that they've rented. Uh, I think that's actually, where they live. It's, it's, yeah. It's oh. like,
2: on. yeah, they're going to like, like an Island. I think. To, ah. I have no idea. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but essentially they're each inviting like two or three friends and these friends are very definitely Connected. identifiable as like kind of archetype type characters. Like one is like an MMA fighter, right?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And his influencer girlfriend.
2: Yeah, and his super influencer girlfriend. Um, one is like her old high school friend who she hasn't completely lost touch with, but like doesn't keep in as close contact as she wished she would. Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of things. Like her father who is just getting out of prison. Yeah. Or is still in prison. I can't. He's, he's no, about he got, to get yeah, out he's about to get out of prison. And she wants him to because- go. So there's all these very, very unique personalities that yeah. are going to be there.
1: And it seems like everybody has a motive for the bad shit that's about to come down. Right?
2: Yeah. So but I then- think this is going to be super, super good. Like I love, this is obviously this is introduction setup up issues. Number one, but like, it's done very well yeah. because uh, this whole wedding premise lot, allow- and they're inviting the people. So it's natural kind of that they tell you about the people as they're inviting them or having conversations <clears> with <throat> them, and it doesn't feel like yeah. it's just purely
0: introduction.
1: They're inviting the people I by like taking it. their two private jets yes, <laughs> and flying to these people.
0: Yeah. I don't know how much sympathy I'm going to have if any of these folks. Oh, couldn't. I'm not saying I'm going to have no. sympathy either. Yeah. But So like the thing. Yeah. And, have, and, is it is it wrong to root for the serial killer in the murder mystery? <laughs> well,
2: the, I, we don't know yet. Well, we don't know what their motivation is. But
0: It depends. If there was
1: a serial killer and it's always sunny, I would definitely root for the serial killer <laughs> yeah, because they're all garbage humans.
2: Or Breaking Bad, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they're all garbage humans. Um,
2: but no, one of the things is.
0: Uh, I mean, I did watch all of Dexter. So I guess, I guess I do uh-huh. have a history also that. for
4: the <laughs> that, that is a thing that exists.
0: And hot take, I like the finale. Bite me. Yeah,
2: the the other thing, you very clearly get that like all, a, a whole ton of her fans and, and people that follow him and know him, they're all very, very pissed that they aren't making this an event and like broadcasting the whole thing and right. this whole, yeah.
1: You know, because people have ownership over celebrities' they don't personal own. lives. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. For
2: sure. So, uh, like, I, I think there's a lot of potential for commentary without it being heavy-handed. Yeah. Just as a natural extension
0: of the story that he's telling with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's real good. While we are on that Wando train, Strayed number one.
1: Yeah. Good, good blue cat. Yes. I love this kitty.
0: Good, good astral projecting space cat. It made
1: me so sad.
0: (laughs) So sad. It's so so pretty. When
1: he's on the other side of the door and he's like, want to see you. I was like, oh.
0: You are now and always will be my friend. I am now and always will be your friend? I don't don't know. know. I don't know. Just
2: the way you describe it, I have a very uh, Doctor Who Rose vibe going on.
1: It wasn't quite that. (laughs) It wasn't quite that sad. Okay. But it was an animal who didn't understand why he couldn't see his person he loves. Ah, So, it was very sad. Anyway, so this book is about...
0: This book is about a cat in space... That can astral project and its human companion who is the only decent human in this book.
1: Yeah the only redeemable person.
0: And the two of them are being manipulated by some sort of governmental type organization to find planets of semi-sentient or relatively sentient creatures to be harvested for shadowy operations.
1: Kind of seemed like it was for Expanding the population outside of Earth.
0: Yeah, like I I can't tell if it's a like jingoistic fifty four forty or fight manifest destiny kind of take, or if it's like corporate interest.
1: Yeah. Possibly a little bit of both.
0: Yeah. Porque no los dos. The mm-hmm. two are related. Military industrial <laughs> complex. Let me grab my Tim Foyle hat. Yep. I just said Tim Foyle. The Tim Foyle. It <laughs> keeps the <laughs> podcast ghosts out of my head. <laughs> Somehow Tim
2: Foyle seems very
0: appropriate, actually. Yeah. Uh, this is so fun and so pretty and so sad and so pretty
1: <laughs> it is so pretty
0: so pretty every
1: time the cat astral projects it's just like oh I just want to live in this space
0: the colors so many colors so many beautiful colors
1: and Lou is a good good boy we're
0: not great at talking about books about animals huh we just go about how good good they are
1: I, I think I just get too emotional because yeah. <laughs> I love animals more than people
0: <laughs>
2: well let's be fair they're more lovable
1: they are yeah <laughs> They're so innocent. Look at Duncan sleeping over there. He's so cute with his little leg stretched behind him.
0: So good he doesn't have his face buried in his crotch in this particular moment. I know.
1: <laughs> this moment. Because that is his natural state. Yeah. Anyway.
0: We only occasionally have to yell at him because it picks up on Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be fine if it wasn't a schlorping noise. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so my dog licks his dick. Moving on.
0: <laughs> Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number <laughs>
3: two.
1: <laughs> oh, this book is so motherfucking funny. It,
2: it is. I, I, I mentioned you guys earlier, my favorite thing about it is, you know, it's always Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Mm-hmm. Well, like every every kind of little sub separation that they have in this, they come up with a new descriptive for, you know... How to describe Jimmy Olsen? Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like the 60s to 80s title page. Yeah.
2: yeah. um Hang on, I want to find the one. Oh, here it is. <laughs> like Superman's non biological brother, but like really good friend brother, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> oh
0: I think my on. favorite was Superman's platonic plus one. <laughs> yes. No, Jimmy's lo- platonic plus Jimmy's one, platonic plus one, Superman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. <Yeah. laughs>
0: yes. They're also so good. And I don't know if this is just one to two or if this will hold up across all 12, but I love structurally.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: If you read one and you read it, you get these like four or five different sub stories. Mm-hmm. And you read two, you get the same four or five different sub stories. You could read like the Joaquim Olsen in one, the yeah. Joaquin Olsen in two. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could read like <laughs> yes. across or down. Uh, if that I makes know what sense. you're saying. Yeah, if you like yeah. laid them all out. I feel uh-huh.
1: like when this trade comes out, I am going to just read individually, like yeah. each. Each story by time. Joaquim
0: Olsen, just that one. (laughs)
1: It's like, Olsen's rich, boys.
0: it's i mean maybe maybe it's just you know hickman has infiltrated my brain and anything structuralist is currently just so so good but like i feel like this is almost kind of that structuralism at small scale in comedy and i love it so because it doesn't beat you over the head and it doesn't ever get in the way but like you legitimately are getting these little snippets of these same stories that are also playing out into this one more interconnected story Mm -hmm. and it's like Way more tight and focused and personal in the context of each one being grouped as its own story mm-hmm. than if like it were told entirely linearly, Um, but you still get the same big picture. And it kind of works as a mystery because you're only getting these little pieces at right. a
2: time. Y- you know what else
0: this book has? Brian's quote of the week. Yeah! Someday I'm going <laughs> to guess that and you're going to be like, No! <laughs>
2: But you're right, it
3: is.
2: (laughs) So there's one that is Jimmy uh, interviewing Superman about his secret superpowers.
1: That entire thing (laughs) was my very favorite thing I've ever read in a DC comic, period. (laughs) One of them is like, yeah,
2: he's like, it's the end of this. That's the actual, but I invented the dodecahedron. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Pacwa man. Yep, sure did it. (laughs) I can convince anyone to buy me hot dogs pretty much whenever I want. (laughs)
3: I'm
1: not sure that's a
2: superpower.
1: (laughs) Was he naming the cat Pacwa Yes. Yes. As it was just fucking clawing at his face. He's like, whatever, it's so cute, you can't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, pretty much. So wonderful. Oh, uh, that
2: and not only do I look amazing in wigs, but if I wear glasses, nobody recognizes me. I
1: know he says the thing, and I'm like Hello. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I need a cat with uh, kryptonite tip claws just <sighs> so he knows the fear that we all have of cats. <laughs> just so he knows it. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are crazy.
2: Oh my god. You know what? I can totally see Batman lending Catwoman some kryptonite <laughs> to do that.
0: Or uh uh oh. Dexter, yes. Oh, Perfect. my God. Streaky.
3: Oh, no, I need oh, it.
0: Oh, Streaky can scratch him.
1: Okay, anyway, sorry. I need to start to fucking <laughs> fuck him up. <laughs>
0: Welcome to our new segment, <laughs> Kryptonian BDSM.
1: <laughs> no, I just want him to get scratched by one cat. That's it.
0: I mean, Brian's the one who introduced Catwoman to the conversation. That's true. Fair enough. Yeah. I love this book so much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, this is just stupid fun. It's great. It's actually not stupid. It, it's not it, stupid it, fun. It, it's it's intelligent fun. Yeah.
0: That feels that like That feels stupid. kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, it's very clever dumbassery. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Pretty violent number one. This book. With lots okay. of swear words.
1: I'm, so, I think I've. I've talked about this book twice when it was solicited and then last week when I was like, books I'm looking forward to.
0: There was a split second where I thought you were going to say "solicited," and I was so <laughs> was hopeful.
1: Solicitated. <laughs> Just cut that in.
0: <laughs> I like how you went transatlantic with that take too. It's solici- solicitatory. <laughs> it's salicylic, salicy, salivating, salad? Mm, dressing. salad. Salad dressing? <gasps>
1: mm. Now I need salad. Anyway, I was telling Alex before yeah, we started, that I had I had salad with gochujang sauce on it. Mm. Shit is good. Anyway,
0: here you know, I was worried this episode would come up short.
1: Yeah. Oh
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> we're all three together. That's not gonna happen.
1: Anyway. <laughs> So I talked about this book twice, and I said that it's about a girl who wants to be a superhero, even though her whole family is supervillains. Let me tell you what—that—that um, that is true, but it is also not enough information. I should have—I should have given you more that You're I didn't very have. Bad at
2: it. You are very, very short selling what this book really is. I just give that. it
1: is—it is blood and guts and gore. <laughs> it is gratuitous violence. That's what this book is. I,
2: I think I, I, I honestly think I may have had the best description ever of this, which is it is an. Adult swim version of Captain Underpants.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's, whoa. The high water mark of this issue for me is a panel in which she is ripping a person in half and in his intestines spells out the sound effect. Dead. 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 Right there. Yeah.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah, it had some good sound effects in this one. Um, So it starts out with, what is her name? Gamma Ray?
2: Gamma Ray. Yes. Uh... Are
0: you Gamma Ray? (laughs)
1: Anyway Yeah Gamma Ray um, Jessup
0: I mean <laughs>
1: <God> Damn. damn <laughs> so.
0: I can't wait for her to fight Man in the Moon Marigold <laughs> Call me maybe
1: So it starts out with Gamma Ray Trying to save a, a small A small person Yes from the Hulktress, who is a who's a hero, but it looks like she's about to totally kill this dude. Well,
2: to be fair, she is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she she definitely is, and she probably definitely should, because it turns out that he's
2: Madman-animal. Madman-animal, yeah.
1: Manimal. animal okay. Yeah. I put too many syllables in that one. Manamana? But anyway, she saves Mad Manimal and then he fucking wrecks everyone. He wrecks everyone. Mm -hmm. Well, mostly everyone because she wrecks the rest
3: of them.
2: (laughs) Well, so he starts with Hultress. Yeah. And then literally starts ripping people in half so that he can use their ripped in half bodies as weapons to beat up Gamma Ray.
1: Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. And this whole time, like, after she saves Mad Manimal, everybody's like,
3: you fucking bitch! What have you
1: done? (laughs) You're the villain!
2: And they start rooting for him. Fuck you, I hope you die. Even though he's ripping them in half.
1: Right. (laughs) It's like, it's hard to be a fucking superhero, apparently. It's so good. It's not at all what I expected. It is not at all what I expected.
2: I 100% agree. It is, it is... I like it, but you have to be in the right space for
1: yeah, it. Yeah. I think you have to think along the lines of I hate Fairland.
0: I was gonna say that was yeah. that was referenced in either like an interview I read or some solicitation text maybe, and I feel like that's the, the yeah. angle in. Yeah. I would say this is probably even more over the top than I hate Joyland.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is.
0: Yeah, and I don't know, I don't think we actually
2: get an animal that's looking for it here. When she goes and talks to the little mole kid who's like <laughs> sitting on the stoop. I don't
1: even think he's a mole kid. I think he's just
2: <laughs> Like his superpowers obviously something where he can dig.
1: Not necessarily. I mean, well, he he's
2: just digging through it. the city.
1: Like, I think he's just trying to find the underground layer.
2: Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah, a lot. It's a it's lot. lot. It is a
1: whole lot. And it is so squishy like the whole time. And there's a there's a backup story where she time travels.
2: Yeah, where where a cable version of herself comes back yes. from the future. And
1: it's so <laughs> I love, what is his name? Her brother.
2: Uh, is it her brother I or her daughter Well,
1: it's family, so I thought it was her brother because they kind of interact like brother and sister.
2: Uh, could be. I, you know what? I, it very, could, very well could be. It is, oh, wait, I didn't go far enough. Here it is.
1: Oh, uh... shoot. <laughs> Maybe I don't know it. Anyway, yeah, she has yeah. a a dude that she's coming back to try like try and oh, Merc. Merc. Okay. That was merc. fucking yeah. easy, okay. Yeah. Trying to get him to not call her something. jellohead jellohead Head. Jello head. Because <laughs> those events lead to his death. And she's like, you know what, fine, fuck it. But he's like he doesn't think that it's actually he th- her from the future. He, he thinks, thinks it's,
2: it's her playing a prank Right on him now. He's like,
1: your, your eye gear is even cheaply made. Come on. She's like, fuck you. Actually, fuck you. I moisturize, <laughs> so hmm, bye. Yeah, that's right.
2: How do you still look so young if you're really from the future? Exfoliation. Exfoliation. Dumbass.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's was pretty great. I enjoyed that. <sighs> I think I enjoyed the backup more than I enjoyed. Like stuff. I said,
2: you've got to you got to be in in the right frame of mind for yes. this kind of humor. Yes, but if you're there, then then it it's done well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool, number one.
1: Another very very good book. Very very good, and I need that Rhino hoodie.
0: I need that Rhino hoodie. I
1: need it. I also need it to be signed by Paul Giamatti personally. Yes, but. You know, that's just me. Fucking love Paul
0: G. So Deadpool decides to throw Spider-Man a birthday party. (laughs) Of course, he doesn't know who Spider-Man really is, so he doesn't know what friends to invite. But he knows what enemies he can invite. (laughs) That sounds like such a Deadpool idea.
3: So this opens with
0: all of Spider-Man's villains chasing them. them through New York.
1: And Rhino's like, "Am I the only one who brought a present?"
0: And eventually, Spider-Man's like, "At least you didn't invite Jay Jonah Jameson." And Deadpool's like, "Well," and it cuts <laughs> back to the party.
1: <laughs> it's and just J- only Jay Jonah Jameson <laughs> sitting Jonah's there, just sitting there
0: alone. <laughs> and
1: he's like, "Of course, I shouldn't have trusted that web-slinger. <laughs> Oh, it's so, so good.
0: This is Frank Thierry, by the way. Yes. Not Matthew Rosenberg. I'm I'm probably going to have to go pick that up. Which, I guess we should talk about that a little bit. Um, This is Diamond's fault, and it was not only us.
1: Yeah. It's, It's not my fault, okay? I was just reading the information I was given.
0: Um... Matthew Rosenberg did not write this. No. Now Rochelle Rosenberg did color this. It's true.
1: Yes, there was a Rosenberg involved.
0: Yeah. Now that said, I don't think that's how they messed up the creative no, team I have no because idea they how
1: they did that got
0: the writer and artist and colorist standing everything all wrong.
1: Everything was wrong. They just
0: they pulled the wrong. <laughs> but the solicitation up. text was right. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. But just the creative team,
2: they somehow mismatched. Yeah, it's up. like they copied and pasted yeah, out of one right.
0: solicitation and then out of another. Yeah. <laughs> Um so yes this Oops. is Thierry this is very good okay. very good
2: um, yeah, God, I it's have to so go pick funny I am I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to do too much of the absolute carnage stuff but I mean this is one know, know.
1: this is one that I think you should
2: and and, you, and for some reason I'm thinking like a rhino kiguru, right would be
0: Now what's the difference between that and a zentai? <laughs>
1: I don't know I don't know either <laughs> We're going to do a Google.
0: <laughs> While Jaden Googles Zintai's. I know
1: what a Zintai is. <laughs>
0: wow. Um, as a result of this, Spider-Man says, look, I've had it with you, Deadpool. Until you get serious help, we're through. We are no longer friends. Not that we ever were. But I'm not returning your calls. And he gives Deadpool John Jameson's card at Ravenscroft. Okay. And cut to later when Deadpool is... Sad that Spider-Man no longer returns his calls. Deadpool goes to check himself into Ravenscroft. <laughs> while Carnage is taking over the place.
3: This
1: one, like, takes place immediately after.
0: Is it after or during? It's,
1: like, before and after.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like... Has I, Carnage already been through Ravenscroft? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's... It's gotta be, like, after, I guess, at some point, like, Peter and Eddie will get out. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is probably after the events of number two. Or number one, before number two. Or maybe partway through number two. Yeah.
1: I like how connected it was. Yeah. It was pretty good. That's funny. Pretty great enjoy it a lot.
0: Deadpool's a unicorn.
1: Deadpool is a unicorn. I love that. Carnage is like, wait a minute, that motherfucker's bonded with four different symbiotes. At mm, once. I need him.
0: I need his spine.
1: Need it. Need it. I could uh-huh. grow a new one. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Daredevil, number 10, or if you're gin numbers 1 through 10. <laughs> I read the first
1: one when it came out.
0: Numbers 2 through 10. Yeah. You read, got caught up.
1: I read so much, Daredevil, you guys. I read so much. <laughs> I love
0: this It book. was so good,
1: wasn't it? I love this book. This is my favorite Matt Murdock period. Yes. Well, I mean, Charlie Cox is great. Yeah, and but... I was
2: going to say, and, and uh, to be honest, this, at least so far, the book should be called Matt Murdock instead of Daredevil. Yeah. Which I'm totally okay with. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so good.
3: Yeah.
2: So, we find out Frank is not Frank. <laughs> Matt. Like, we just said Matt Murdock. <sighs>
0: Brian, <laughs> just breathe. He doesn't even wear the Punisher shirt in this. <laughs> no. <movie. laughs> no, exactly.
1: <laughs> that was so fucking good. That was so funny. Right? I love how he's like, oh, I didn't even know. I, I was didn't there even know. Then. Right.
2: He's just a shirt to him. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, he is fully involved in our relationship now. That is not healthy for him.
1: That's not healthy for anybody involved. For anybody nope. involved, right. This, this is a bad... And he even says, like, we make lots of bad choices.
2: Yep. Um, and the bookstore for the family. Like, so, obviously, that's going to escalate things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just all...
1: <laughs> He's literally in bed with the crime family.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, can I tell you what I really fucking enjoy about this character, though? What is her name? I'm bad at names. Uh, Maddie?
2: Maybe... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the wife
0: of the mobsters. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, mob wife.
0: Mob wife coming of this fall lim- on CBS. <laughs> the mob wife.
1: The mob. Uh, no, that's a movie that's coming soon.
0: Oh, really? It's the kitchen. Oh, that's already out.
1: Oh, it is it's based it? on a comic? Did I miss it? Yes. Fuck. Mindy. 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 That was close. Mindy. Uh, I would. She looks to be about a size twelve ish, twelve to I a fourteen. Mean, maybe. Yeah. Sure, I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that.
2: Yeah, she's not like Mary Jane skinny or anything. No, no, she
1: doesn't. I mean, she's gorgeous, but yeah. oh, she yeah. doesn't. She's not model thin. No, girl. Yes, thank you. Fuck yes, fuck yes. Whoever made that decision, I fucking love you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As a size twelve to fourteen woman, love it, love it.
0: It is very because
1: you don't get to see a lot of like no sexual interaction with bigger girls. Mm -hmm. without them mentioning that it's a bigger girl. Right. That's what, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I know you guys don't have any opinion on that.
0: No, I I think it's great. (laughs) I'd rather let you talk about it than me talk. about it. That's fair. That's For the exact same reason that you just described.
1: (laughs) As somebody with that physique, yes.
0: Because if it's us commenting, it maybe comes across as a little weird. (laughs) That's fair. It does not come across the same way. That's fair. (laughs) All right.
1: I was very excited.
0: Yes, it is. An excellent decision. Yes, and I think she's great. Yes,
1: she she is great, and I know that. I love that she knows that this is stupid.
0: Well, they like <laughs>
2: they all do. And here's the thing, though, is that I, that's kind of what makes it feel so real is that, like, because heaven, we all do things that we know are stupid. Oh yeah, but we do them anyway. Yeah, right.
1: Because it feels good in the moment. Fuck like it.
0: Yeah. But you know what? They do do that smart. They use protection. Hi, kids. This is panelology. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, if there are children listening, this is Panorology. Alex, off. and go talk to your parents.
0: Please practice safe sex.
1: Please do, though. Yeah, yeah. for real. Please do. Yes.
2: No reason not to. The more you and know. And so many reasons too.
1: Yes. Like all of them.
2: Cover your maces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cover your
0: maces. Always, a a always use a protective sheath jesus oh there is a variant for it's either three or four uh black hammer justice league uh uh-huh that is golden gale going at hot girl with the mace i'm just waiting i'm just waiting for a line let me show you where to show this and she's
1: so (laughs) sexually frustrated anyway that is perfect
0: Uh (laughs) yep let me show you how to use this thing (laughs) i'll tell you where you can put your mace sure was like i know (laughs) <laughs> just ask Carl. I
1: wrote the book bitch uh,
0: the yeah. Hawka Sutra the <laughs> Sutra uh, Death's Head number two <laughs> uh, I, I think this was better than number one it was I do too this is so I mean number <laughs> one was great but this is so so good and I hope this is a... God, this is an unfortunate <laughs> phrase to use after that. Backdoor pilot for <laughs> a new uh, Young, Avengers Young Avengers book. Young Avengers book. Yeah. I'd be so down for that. Oh, my God. Uh, that Backdoor me. pilot is actually Kendra Hall's uh, name when she has to fly a jet. My God. <laughs> it's our call sign. There we go. Oh, uh, hate you
3: uh, so
0: much. And it's got Kate Bishop Hawkeye. I yes, it does.
1: She's so good at this. She's so funny.
0: <laughs> this book actually has maybe my favorite panel from this week. Would you guys like to guess which panel is my favorite? Is it the one you showed us earlier? No. Oh,
1: okay. oh it's not Catface Cape Bishop. Okay.
0: No. I though I did love that little background detail. So adorable. It's when they're talking about uh, Billy looking into alternate timelines. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he's got the line, but like, if you could see every version of yourself, wouldn't you look and you see Death's Head refracted in all these pools of syrup in a waffle. hmm Oh, yes. And it was just, like, this really perfect, clever way of, like, making literal through metaphor in a really, like, blase normal way right the shot doesn't have to be there at all but it reinforces the idea so well Mm -hmm. and is so like so so evocative of just like death's head dealing like kind of processing everything they're talking about as this interdimensional being without him ever having to say a word about it i love it so much yeah like
2: it's such a structured organized yeah yeah yeah.
0: It's even nine panel. <laughs>
2: You're right, it is. I'm looking at it right now.
3: It is nice. a
0: nine panel grid in waffle syrup. Yeah.
2: The other thing so, is, did, did did you see did you see Wiccan's uh, apron? No. You know the kiss the cook apron?
1: Yeah. It says kiss the witch. Nice. I did see his coffee cup, though.
0: <laughs> the July 17th, 17th, or July 17th, 1777? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to look up what that was a reference to. Yeah?
1: What is it a reference to, Alex?
0: A song. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: By famous Satanists. Mm-hmm musician Mm -hmm. whose name i forget it was also a specific civil war battle
1: it was
3: no yes there was
0: a civil war battle on july 17th 17 or july 7th 1777 what there was there was a civil not war. Civil war
1: revolution. Yeah, and, I was in like
2: 1777. I was yeah. like, hold that, on, that was who's, the first civil war. Civil wars, by then. <laughs> not ours. The uh, the, the for you, fuck's civil sake. war in England, the, English the uh, colonial civil the, war. Yeah. yeah, the English civil war between the colonies and England. <laughs> yeah,
0: the Revolutionary War, which which
2: is which is probably what England calls it. To be fair,
0: <laughs> look look, I just said that clever thing about metaphor and waffles. I'm gonna go back to jokes about about hawk people having anal. sex. Hey, you know
2: what, Jen, sometimes events are two different
1: events. (laughs) Indeed. This is true.
2: And the face. There it is. I got it. I got
1: the face. Oh, Alex. This is the table we bully you at. Remember?
0: No. Yes. (laughs) We also meet a new Death's Head, Death's Head 5, or V.
2: And I love that he he really doesn't want to fight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. Wait, wait, V? You mean like a Roman 5? That's clever.
0: Oh, no, it's actually short for Vendetta. Oh. <laughs> Well, nice. v is for oh, we, v, v, we forgot I thought, to wait, say I thought, I thought V was for verses.
1: We forgot to say that the musician was King Diamond. By the way, sorry. Um, I, I, I forgot so, to. I yeah, forgot yeah. to say it. I just let you guys wait, keep talking.
0: It wasn't Tom Petty. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it was Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah just play Tom. it backwards, though. <laughs> oh,
0: <okay.
3: laughs> Beautiful. Anything else on this?
1: I love how horrified V was when uh, Death's Head ripped a fucking eyeball out of another robot and put it in his head. He was like, yes. oh my god, ooh, <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> so good.
2: Well, a, 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 part of it is like V's reaction to Death's head is a lot like we've talked about like Champions or Young Avengers, like their reaction to the older avengers and established heroes and like yeah. why do you keep doing it like this right
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. can we brian can you find and mention the artist's name because as much as we're talking about like background shots and art details who knows how much of that is script versus art drawn by Kaizama. thank you
3: yeah nice
2: Yeah, indeed. I love it very much. This is this is real. And I was not going to get this, and it was kind of a light week when the first one came out, so I picked it up, and And I
0: mercilessly bullied you
2: into it. So glad I did because it is so good. Yeah, Ghost Spider number one. Oh, so yeah, this is the new uh, new Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Earth
0: sixty five, Gwen Stacy exchange student.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. I, there's so many, so many, so many things I like about this. I, I was, I was kind of like, okay, why are you going to have a new start again, Marvel? It actually makes this sense with makes, this yeah, one. It sense. really, really does. So I am, I'm perfectly happy and content with them doing it for this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I really like the tone that it has taken. Mm-hmm. going
0: I agree. Starting off. Do
1: you know what the best part of this is though?
0: The very last line that N- sets up the thesis for the run, or at least the arc.
1: No, but okay. Oh,
0: that's my favorite part.
1: My favorite part is that Tony Stark has set up a scholarship for interdimensional and clone and alien and 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 whatever, whatever, whatever students. AIs.
0: That is very good. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that.
1: I love it.
2: Yeah. This is uh, Gwen on Earth 65 telling the band that she is going to be, you know, in a, essentially a foreign exchange student. Yes. <laughs>
3: yeah. To
2: another dimension. and they're She's like, going to commute. She's going to commute exactly, to college. Exactly. And, of course, Mary Jane is not happy at all about it because like, she happy about anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> this teenage Mary Jane has specifically me. Um, So, Gwen goes to Earth-616, which is where she's going to go to ESU, Empire Mm -hmm. State University, which is, of course, where Peter is taking classes to get his doctorate now. Yes. And um, where Kurt Connors is a professor. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Peter helps walk her through uh, the admissions process. Um, And, like, he and Kurt Connors have kind of smoothed the way for her through admissions and all that. So... Peter walks her around, and their conversation and their banter is just absolutely beautiful.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. so yeah,
2: good. It's wonderful. But, like, at the end, she's like, okay, I think, uh, I think I've got it from here. He's like, yeah, I've got my own stuff to do, so don't expect me to hang around. She's like, good, because, I'll be honest, like...
1: It'd be weird. Yeah,
2: like, I like you, and this is cool, and, like, I you know, but, like, I'm not looking for you to be my BFF, so... <laughs> Yeah.
1: Adorbs, which of course you know when somebody says I'm not looking for you to be my BFF, that means we're going to be BFFs. Yeah.
2: But just really really good, wonderful. Yeah. Set up for a new story.
1: Also, yes. what was with that huge huge rat? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Big
0: rats on this earth
2: I, I do like that So uh, Spider-Man and, and Ghost Spider Fight this Stop this giant rat From like Eating this person Right mm-hmm. And they have him webbed And he like Breaks free And they both look At each other Like okay Who's gonna Who's gonna stop him And then they <laughs> both Shoot him yeah. And he's like Just covered with Over. Like completely covered And they both look At like the exact Same panel Look at each other again And then just Crack just burst up laughing
0: into
1: laughter Yeah So great uh,
2: It's wonderful
0: um, I also like the Why is your suit clean. Oh, it's made of spiders, see? Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> and the little kid's like totally unfazed. He's like, oh, cool.
2: Yeah, and the, and the mom's like, oh. It's time Are to you go. go.
1: Time to go. We didn't die. Let's yeah. get out of
0: here.
2: Exit stage left even. Yeah. And then we get a new, well, I say new, we get an Earth-65 version of someone.
0: We've actually seen him before. We saw him in the last volume. Brian. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he returns yeah. at the end.
2: Yeah. Which is the setup for the bad news that's going to be coming.
0: We get both a 616 and a 65. Oh, uh, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was him no. in 65. He gets the spider in 65 in the last volume. Oh, right. She's, because what's the last line, Brian? The last line is,
2: um, the gray box. Uh, can one spider stand against a pack
0: of jackals? As in more than one As in jackal. more than one jackal. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Poor Gwen Stacy. <sighs> Just can't get away from that I motherfucker.
0: I am terrified of where that will go. Yeah. I, I do love this Gwen Stacy, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Powers of 10, number three. Or, buckle up, we're talking about Hickman again. <laughs> Or
2: or my favorite book That I'm reading right now
3: Yes,
1: I don't know how Every issue Consistently gets better I don't get it
0: Here is how Here is what Hickman (laughs) is doing And this is what I think Like this makes this Different from his Other Marvel work I think this is also What makes this so good His thesis coming in Right is I'm gonna blow up X-Men history None of it's gonna be left So we only can do new things And to achieve that He is constantly Introducing a status quo And destroying His own status quo yeah. Mm-hmm. And then breaking it again and then breaking it again mm-hmm. and then breaking it again. Mm-hmm. Like he he is I mean he is I think that's what it's not even anything I would have thought about but to to achieve what he wants he has to like not just kill his darlings in the normal writing way but right like, he has to actively be like no none of my stuff in this stands as is either as right. introduced it all goes in the it, it first.
2: almost it, it, it almost reminds me of like you know when you erase a computer yeah. file right it's still there you can go get it so like in order to do that you literally have to scrub it you have to write it with ones and zeros yeah. again and again and again like that's almost what he feels like it's like yeah. I, no I'm breaking it and breaking yeah. it it's going to be broken so many times you can't get back to
0: so this issue focuses in very much so on the t- to the third timeline. We only see that timeline. Uh, Or to the second. To the second. Yeah, the the ten-squared timeline. We only see that timeline. Um, And we see basically what happens immediately after the last issue, where Apocalypse and company storm the church to get the information they're looking for. And we learn a couple of things. We learn who are Apocalypse's horsemen, and we learn that it's not Magneto. Did you no, catch that? I did catch that. Yeah. It is another clone. It is a clone of Lorna Dane and mm-hmm. I assume Emma Frost. I would assume that's it who it could is. could yeah. be her brother, but I'm going to assume Emma. It just says Frost. It does just say mm-hmm. Frost, yeah. Dane yeah. and Frost, yeah. Yeah. Um yep. so that's Pestilence is is that one. Yeah. yeah So this is the first time we've gotten that explicitly and that it which I think we maybe even wondered well how would Magneto still be alive at this point? Yeah. But he's been de-aged before, so whatever. Right. But it's it's like his I mean not grandson, but it's it's
2: Essentially his
0: timeline wise it would right. be the his, age of a his grandchild.
2: Second generation progeny. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that?
0: <laughs> Um, and at the end of this, once the uh, Apocalypse team has its data, Wolverine goes back to take it to whom? Moira. Moira. And we learn that this is not the 10th timeline. Not it's her 10th It's the
2: 9th. Yeah, right. this is her 9th
0: life. This is the timeline that we'd even been told about where she's a member of Team Apocalypse. Uh-huh. Yeah. And in that issue, that timeline like was kind of hashed out after a certain point. Uh-huh. And we flip the page and we see that this is the continuation of that timeline.
2: Well, so here's the thing. Um, the so we started with House of X, right? Mm-hmm. So we did House of X, powers of ten. House of X, powers of ten. Then another powers of ten. Yeah, and where you leave off in House of X, it totally makes sense. Yeah, right, because it's a comment on oh, we think this is where Nimrod is born yeah now we know why we think that right yeah yes
0: and suddenly like even our understanding of the timeline that hickman has created and presented to us in powers of 10 yeah can no longer be true because they're not a single timeline correct this is not all one series of events. Well, right.
2: exactly. So, everything that he has set up with the, you know, X squared and X to the third, like yeah. that whole thing, like none of that is the future again. Yeah. That's all. That's he broke well,
0: it. But mm-hmm. we don't know if X to the third isn't. We don't well, know that's if that's true. the direction. That's
2: true. That's true. We don't know about what we don't know what lifetime that one was from. Yeah. yeah. But we know that at least the X squared one he he broke that. Yeah. Like that doesn't exist, so the future's wide open again. Guess what? Or uh, we come back in
0: issue four and now that timeline's different. Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I, I, who knows? That's
0: so cool. Hickman, <sighs> I love you. It yeah.
2: is it. You know what, and it reminds me, Hickman, like, he is so integrated with how things fit together. Yeah. It's like what you wanted Lost to be.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Accurate. Would you guys like the best news? (laughs) Like, if Hickman had wrote Lost?
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) Right?
0: So we're not talking about solicitations this week. Right. But the Marvel solicitations for November are out. Do you know how they're collecting this? In one book in order for both series. Nice. they one big oversized hardcover with all 12 I mean, issues.
1: there's really no other way to do yeah, it.
0: Yeah. There's, there's not. They're super integrated. But when has that ever stopped publishers? That's no. true. That's that's fair. Fair. Yeah, right. um, but they are putting this out in exactly the right way.
2: By the way, you now know what the red issues are in the reading order, don't you? They indicate where I think where the series flops. Like where it goes to a two of something. Oh. Right. Like, because yeah. like, 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 it's where you don't keep that house power, house power. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sweet but good book. Yeah. Because so yeah, I thought, I, like, that threw me. I was like, why did they have. Now it makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. And it was the right choice because trying to cram all of this into a single issue would not have worked. Like, pacing wise, it, it, yeah. God, of course, it's perfect. <laughs>
0: Which, as we say this, like, my favorite thing about Hickman talking about this book on social media as each issue comes out is it's just a series of corrections to typos that he missed and that his editor missed. (laughs) that's hilarious oh yeah valkyrie jane foster number two loved this one yeah like if one we had a number of books last week we talked about that were like one was good but two like really makes us excited for what's going forward this is a, a return to that
2: yeah it is um one of the and i mentioned this one of the things i loved about this issue was bullseye yeah and specifically like it's bullseye again i was saying that the last couple of times i've seen bullseye he hasn't been completely himself yeah oh no he is 100 percent fuck everybody i will kill everything yeah. bullseye nice yeah he's like you know what
1: full-on psycho
2: i think as soon as i kill you i think i'm gonna kill everybody here you know why because i can and i can
0: yeah <laughs> like fuck what I really like about this and this kind of gets into what we started to see in one with Jane like when Jane was Thor there mm-hmm. was a Thor voice. Sure. It was not her own voice. Right. This voice is more moderated modulated some combination of the two. Maybe more her and she's just projecting. Who knows? But this issue in like a very specific way gets into that same theme with the kind of value she can't like default to Asgardian value judgments. Right. She has to make these value judgments for herself and the kind of value judgments she would make as Jane are not the value judgments she has to make as Valkyrie, Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. She can't be precious about this sword. She can't be precious about Right. I mean even her even her oath as a doctor, right? Right. To, you to... Can't, you can't... She can't save and her job is sometimes to let go.
2: You can't hold on to things that are preventing you from... And and Heimdall makes a comment to her about you're the last of the old Asgardians and maybe the first of the new. Yeah. Right? And I really think that is that transition role that she's playing. Yeah. Is that, yeah, you have to let go of that old in order to create the new.
3: Yeah.
0: And the fact that it cuts both ways, right. I think, is what makes mm-hmm. it work so yes. well. That, that when she can't doctor her way out of something, when she can't, I mean, by her own definition of do no harm, like just standing back and letting someone die, right. is kind of that, right? But that's also the new gig. It's like, not only does she have to do that, she sort of has to take an active role when there's no other choice. she's the one to escort them. Yeah. Um, and I love Heimdall at the end. Oh my God. I've seen it all. I've literally seen into every
2: realm that exists, right?
0: So I want to go somewhere I have never seen. I want to go beyond existence. Yeah. And I'll be honest, the last like page of this made me tear up. Yeah. It was so good. Well,
2: especially, right? Because her comment is, okay, then I'll take you there. Let's go on this journey Journey into into mystery. mystery. (laughs) journey into
0: mystery. Yeah. Love it. It's very I'm good. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> is that it? That explains so it, much. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. it though? <laughs> is it still good? Bronze Age Boogie, number five, Brian.
2: Uh, yeah, so well, we've got one more that's going to be in this series slash arc. I don't know if they're going to keep going after this. Probably depends on sales. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. but yeah, we got one more. So everything is set up. We now know kind of who the players are and what, roles they're
0: playing so yeah yeah, i like it faithless number five look nobody in this book has healthy coping techniques not a single one of them
1: they should be in daredevil
0: (laughs) you know what actually i i that crossover could work you want to make daredevil spoopy throw in some sex magic cool let's let's add faithless yes
3: please (laughs) i mean
0: what Uh uh aquaman number 51 brian um, my favorite Lad I've ever seen. Batman, number 77, Jen
1: Catwoman calls Bruce out on, or Selina calls Bruce out on, how fucking selfish he's still thinking about Gotham, even after he's been
0: so wrecked. I'm gonna take an aside on this one to point out my favorite thing. I love the callback to the end of Dark Knight Rises with them sitting in this cafe. In yes, that was adorable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Teen Titans, number 33, Brian. Um... The Titans
2: have finally figured out how to work effectively together, and all it took is uh, them absolutely hating each other. <laughs>
0: huh. Vampirella, number two, Brian.
2: Um, Vampirella digs deeper into the story of how she got to the situation she's in, and
0: we get special forces nuns.
1: I'm surprised it wasn't just nipple gymnastics.
0: Well, <laughs> The name of my new rock band. Yeah. <laughs> strange lands number two brian
2: um one of them is too trusting and the other one may not be trusting enough
0: (laughs) eve stranger number three if the thing you thought this book was missing was eve having a talking gorilla bestie i have good news for you (laughs) nice deadpool annual number one brian um deadpool
2: fills in for squirrel girl in saving a little boy from his nightmares
0: Guardians of the Galaxy, number eight. We learn where Rocket has been and why he's been gone and why Groot is mad at him. And also, what Peter Quill's father's favorite movie must be. Cocoon. Okay.
3: okay. <laughs>
0: Big ol' Wilford Brimley fan. That oh. King Jason of Spartax. Ooh, diabetes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> love that that's where you break
0: us. Get tested, get your horse tested. <laughs> Wilford horse Brimley. is no joke. Hello, this is Patalology. Horse <laughs> diabetes is a serious matter affecting many, many horses. Probably
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
0: Probably. It's
2: all those damn sugar cubes
0: you feed
1: on. <laughs> I know, yeah. Sugar cubes and carrots lead to it's, horse diabetes. It's, it's,
0: it's, Test your horse regularly. And uh, often. Yeah, those are two different things. Regularly <laughs> involves frequency and often or rate of frequency and uh, yep, once, Alex, yeah, Herc- yeah, 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 they're yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, You're yep, good. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the more you know. Um, (laughs) History of the Marvel Universe number two, Brian. Please do this in one sentence. Um, Plot summary. (laughs) More of exactly
2: what it purports to be from the title.
0: That's not a plot summary. (laughs) Nope magnificent miss marvel number six kamala copes with learning that her father has an uncurable terminal illness and tony stark does his best which is nothing to help star wars dr afra number 35 dr afra learns to play the pr game superior spider-man number 10 spiders man and alt-universe norman osborne take their vengeance upon otto octavius by ruining his life and outing him
3: oh
1: great.
0: Tony Stark, Iron Man, number fifteen, Brian. Um Simon and
2: Vision uh, come together for a shared purpose. And Come together. <laughs>
1: I was singing it in my head.
2: <laughs> and Jarvis is the betrayer?
1: Uh, Jarvis.
2: Question mark.
0: <laughs> Livewire, number nine. I'm gonna break format a little because this is a new arc. Uh this is a new arc. You could easily jump on here. Uh, Livewire gets an offer from a politician and his PR person to give her a PR makeover and considers taking it. I guess I didn't break format that much after all. (laughs) Spooky Girls, Punk Demon Queen, number one. So I actually
1: sent it to you wrong. It's Punk Teen Demon Queen because those are two different people. Um, I sent it to you wrong. Oh,
2: punk so teen is one. and Demon teen queen, is demon another. queen.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: spooky girls, punk teen, demon queen, number one.
1: Yeah. By the By
2: the way, that's my rock man's new song. Is yeah, punk teen, <laughs> punk demon, teen queen. demon
1: queen. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. I mean, they would probably listen to it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna break format because yes. these are all individual one shots of these different spooky girls. Yes. Okay. Um, and in this one, the princess, I guess, of hell is charged with possessing a politician and instead convinces the politician's daughter who is you know a, a punk girl uh-huh uh, that instead, you know, let me possess you and we'll both go to this concert together because I can totally make you face through walls and, you know, do a bunch of other shit like light people on fire. It'd be great. Uh, and so basically the moral of this story is just say yes to possession.
0: It is nine-tenths of the law.
1: Yeah, but I think the real story should have been just sometimes you should obey your parents, though.
2: They're not always wrong. They're
1: not always <laughs> wrong. They're not always. Well, sometimes they are. That's why I said some, always. Some parents are always wrong. Some parents are decidedly Only wrong. But not this one, maybe.
0: Before we go to next week's books, we have an interview to cut in here.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I spoke quickly. Well, not quickly. I spoke at a normal rate. I spoke briefly. (laughs) Briefly. For about 15 minutes with Jim Calafiore, who uh, you may know from a bunch of big stuff over the last 30 years. A bunch of stuff. Uh, he recently has done like Red Red Lanterns with Charles Soule. He and Gail Simone have done a Kickstarter project together called Leaving Megalopolis that uh, also got released, I think through IDW maybe afterward or Dark Horse. I don't know. There was a release yeah. in comic stores after the fact, at least of one volume of it. Okay. Um, Secret Six. Aquaman, bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. He has a new Kickstarter project going on called Ned Lord of the Pit, which sounds like a lot of fun, and we sat down briefly to talk about it, and you can hear that now. I've got Jim Calafiore
5: here on the line. I realized as soon as I said I didn't actually double check. Did I, I was about Califiori to hit you with right? that,
4: but you said it right.
5: Awesome. Surprisingly, awesome.
4: you said it right.
5: I watched the video in the Kickstarter, so uh, oh,
4: okay, that helped. Yeah, we had some uh, fun with that. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's a fun video. So you are here today to talk about Ned, Lord of the Pit. Yes. Um, this is a graphic novel you are kick-starting that you have written and drawn. Yes. And tell me about Ned.
4: Oh, it's, uh, it's a story, as you find out on the uh, campaign, It's about a guy who's uh, sort of a struggling actor in New York City, who's estranged from his family, uh, who one day walks out of his apartment in the morning, headed to get bagels, and starts having some strange things happen to him, like seeing demons walking along the street uh, that nobody else can see. (laughs) Um, They seem to basically ignore them. And uh but they see him and they uh they talk to him and start interacting with him. And after a little bit he finally finds out that his family is way more connected to the darker side of things than he would have ever known or ever thought. Um and the problem is he is now too.
5: Very cool. Uh so there are more the, we mentioned the video on the Kickstarter page. There are uh, some monster designs throughout the page as well, in the video and in other images that look like a lot of fun and look super cool. And uh, the premise sounds like a lot of fun too. Um,
4: yeah, it's. Uh, it, it, I was basically thinking it was it was a lot of different projects b- bouncing around in my head and just trying to think of people. Uh, ill equipped to be this or that. <laughs> um and obviously from the title somebody named Ned should never be a lord of the pit. Not disparaging people named Ned, but you wouldn't expect the person named Ned to be a lord of the pit.
5: Well, you expect more qualifications than Ned implies.
4: <laughs>
5: or than Alex implies, or maybe than Jim imp- implies. Like it's a very unassuming name.
4: Right, uh, the least malevolent name I could find. <laughs> What uh what made you want to bring this to Kickstarter as opposed to
5: going down another route because you we're not going to get into a whole lot of it today. You've got a long history in comics on yes. stuff from myriad publishers, Valiant, DC, Marvel, um going back years. So why why do why tend to do it on your own and why do it through Kickstarter?
4: Yeah, it's been over 30 years that I've been working in the industry. Um, and I started off actually doing all my own stuff, writing and drawing my own stuff, when I started off at Caliber Press, which is going way back. That's the uh, thats the mid to late 80s. Um, that was an era of uh, a lot of great independent publishers back then. And a lot of good people came out of Valiant, uh, you know, Uh, Jim O'Barr came out of Valiant. Brian Bendis came out of Valiant. Uh, Guy Davis came out of Valiant. A lot of really good artists came out and creators came out of Valiant. For sure. Um, And uh, with this, uh, I just I want to be able to tell a story the way I want to tell it. Um, I think I put the line somewhere. Um, I I don't want an editor saying, "Can you make these seven pages fit in three pages?" even though it destroys the gag and blows the storytelling. We don't have the space for it. Um, and that's actually what's been happening with the book in general. Right now it's basically five chapters, each about 26 pages, and I'm about half to, halfway done with it right now. Um, but I keep adding a page here, adding a page there. Um, I realize that I need a – Uh, i need this this uh, suspense to play out longer or i need this gag to play out better to land better and i just get to do it on my own i get to do whatever i want i did actually approach a publisher um, with it um, and had some issues right off the bat um, where they were wanting to control the covers Gotcha. And, and I'm like, you know, the, the, I, this is a comedy. I don't want covers that are making it look like it's Dawn of the Dead because it's not serious in that sense. There's the horror and the uh, the scaries, I hope. <laughs> um, but I don't want people going in thinking it's it's The Walking Dead and it's not. Um, so yeah, that, even that, even that,
5: from what... I'm oh, sorry.
4: Go ahead. I was just going to say that's definitely... Uh, you know, right off the bat, a publisher I talk to, and, and I'm having some stuff dictated to me. Um, yeah, and, and that's the great thing about Kickstarter and and the collectors who really support you and 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 want to say, hey, yeah, let's let's see what you got. You know, we did that with uh, Leaving Megalopolis with Gail.
5: Yeah, which um, to kind of kind of get into, uh, you know. Maybe maybe some of the concerns people might have about Kickstarter. This isn't your first rodeo. You've done other books. I actually have the Kickstarter Leaving Megalopolis sitting on my shelf. So excellent. I know I know that you deliver.
4: Um, right. That's why I've got about half of it done. That was important yeah. to me to get half of it done before putting it up for Kickstarter. I didn't want to take. We did admittedly take a while on the on Megalopolis, but that was because there was nothing done. Uh, it was our first time trying to go to Kickstarter, and we said if it didn't go, we wouldn't end up doing it because we did have other jobs we could uh, – demands we had on our time, especially Gail, very busy. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, I mean, there's some Kickstarters that have never delivered, so I count myself yeah. uh, as a, quite a success story on that.
5: Yeah, well, I think it makes a difference to have a couple under your belt, too, and be able to say, yeah, this is something to – to worry about actually coming through. Right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go back to the idea of this being a comedy. I think that a publisher would try to say, hey, don't play it that way is wild, because looking at the images on the page, like this is clearly, it's brightly colored. There's the kind of motion and reaction, I think, in, in what's here that implies comedy and implies over the top. So it makes perfect sense to me to stand by that.
4: Yeah, it's it's got to play in daylight. Um, I mean, I'm I've been known for using a lot of black, um, but you're on the streets of New York and you're walk having you're with the character walking down the street. If it's dark and foreboding. When something pops up, you're going to be expecting it, you know, so there's 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 a way to uh, uh, there'll be a lot of dark in it, too you know, in a lot of different moods to different sections. Um but uh it's it's it can't feel oppressive the whole time or the, the hum the humor won't play through at all.
5: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh is there anything else you'd like to
4: like to mention about the book
5: or about the Kickstarter as a whole? Uh you've got multiple tiers with multiple rewards kind of kind of as to be expected on Kickstarter. You can get Digital. You can get physical. You can get some bonuses. You can get some sketches and, uh, uh you know, art pieces, remarks, and and art pieces.
4: Right. Uh, you know, being an artist rather than just uh, the writer, I can offer. I can offer the commission levels. So there's a level for getting a remark head sketch inside the book uh... many of these were similar ones i did with uh... megalopolis and actually if uh, if you look at the campaign i have some examples of of what i've done before and uh... several of them were actually from the megalopolis kickstarter Um there's uh... the le- le- less expensive commissions of the uh... con style sketches uh... there's also then uh... the ability for full sketches and i even have some examples of Within that full-sketch level, if people really want to spend extra to get something super complicated, multiple characters or something, there's the ability to even do that. Um, and I'm offering um, a signed book plate, a Kickstarter-exclusive book plate, and also uh, there's a few limited-edition uh that I'll I, – uh, I, I say in the uh, – the pledge. I probably won't be able to resist doing a doodle on the cover when I sign it. So. <laughs>
5: um,
4: but uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you, you saw the video. We uh, spent some time on that, probably more time than we should have, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to have some fun with it.
5: Yeah, it's good to get to stretch your legs, son.
4: There you go. Although I've been told I'm not a good actor, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was good enough, I think.
5: Yeah, I thought it was fun, and that's what matters.
4: Yeah. Um, the uh, simple, just a plug. The simple sure. uh, link to get to the the uh, campaign is nedlordofthepit.com. dot com. Awesome. All together, we'll, um, I uh, registered the name. I registered the name of every project immediately now since somebody grabbed leaving Megalopolis during the campaign when we first did it and then tried to sell it back to me for two years for a hundred dollars. Oh
5: yeah, that that's the worst. And we'll <laughs> we'll retweet that when the episode goes live too. We'll put that out there. Very uh, cool. So if if listeners can't just jot that down right now if they're driving or whatever, just look for that tweet. Excellent. And the see the last day for the campaign is September fifth.
4: Sixth I think it's sixth, okay. yeah, we're on the last two weeks. uh, we've been trundling along we need we definitely need people to check it out um nice thing is, I've been getting a lot of collectors who are negotiating for the higher uh commissions, you know, price on the higher commissions, hopefully, we'll be getting some bumps soon um but uh uh you know i I really appreciate that's the thing I really appreciate about uh. Uh, Kickstarter, it's it's collectors, it's fans, it's people going there, and uh, it really makes you feel unbe- unbelievably good when people pledge to your your projects. Um, they uh, can't explain how much I appreciate it. It's just a really nice feeling when people are uh, willing to give you a chance. You know, it's fun.
5: yeah, yeah. I think it's a great a great thing for creators to be able to. I mean, even if it's not that notwithstanding, just do different kinds of work, stretch, and so stretch your legs already. But yeah, like really do something different. Do something that might be where you want the creative control that you might not have somewhere else, or that's just more of a passion project, even.
4: Right, and I know I probably would have been safer doing something more superhero related since that's all I'm associated with for you know most of my career. But uh, this is just a fun story I wanted to tell.
5: Yeah, I mean, sometimes those are the best kind.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, you can see it come through when people are doing things on their own. Yeah, there's definitely there's more. You can feel the passion in it, I think.
5: Absolutely.
4: Like this thing you're doing, which is (laughs) passionate about.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's that's some days the only
4: way to stay sane, right? Yeah, for sure.
5: Well, thank you for the call. Um, if there's if there's not anything else that you want to throw in that I didn't ask about, I will I will let you go and hopefully we talk again in the future.
4: Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
5: Of course. And for anyone listening, look for that tweet with the link. Check out the campaign. Um, it's very attainable. That this the goal for this is very attainable. So uh, if you're interested, for real, check it out. It looks like a lot of fun.
0: And now we're back. Very cool. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And we will post the link to the Kickstarter. We'll tweet it out with this episode. Right. Uh, I think it's just nedlordofthepit.com, if I remember right now without my notes from last night in front of me. Do you want me to look at it? Uh, No, I'm pretty good with that called shot. Okay. If that doesn't work, go find the tweet. Um, Okay. But uh, it looks like a lot of fun. I've already backed it. So, nice. I'm, uh, I'm excited for it, and we'll probably get him back on again later, either when it comes out or before the next project, with time to talk to all of us and yes, uh, a little more time to talk. Though, so, uh, we made work the time we all had, and we are glad he got to come on. Mm-hmm. All right, next week's books to read. There, next week's books to read. It's NedLordOfTheBit.com. Okay, cool. Yeah, you doubted me. No, I just wanted to confirm for our I listeners. I'm just being fine. We're back to bullying. We've gone so long that without bullying. That wasn't
1: bullying. That was being thorough. <laughs>
0: Maybe some of us want to be Emerson. Steal pies from Thoreau. Wow.
1: Acceptable.
0: All right, so. Yeah. Next <laughs> week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. Uh, Both of you. Uh-huh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Chosen Ones, number one. Admittedly, I'm also reading this. I just didn't put it on my next week list because I knew at least one of you would. <laughs> and turns out it was both of us. Yes.
2: What? This is a kind of a look at chosen ones throughout history yes, yes. a one shot yes yeah it's a one shot and it's so kind of like uh like there was something a little while ago where, where they showed like some ghost riders from yeah. throughout history previously like this is that same kind of thing we see some different chosen ones and yeah. that sounds super amazingly cool
0: yeah i love stuff like this like the the Brewbaker fraction iron fist every like sixth issue was an historical iron fist that's awesome yeah
1: i hope that we get the first slayer and I hope that she says death is your gift, because that is my favorite thing to say when somebody pisses me off. Yeah. Death
3: is your gift. Oh, and favorite.
1: apparently
0: we get to find out why the hell mouth is in Sonia. Yay!
1: Yeah. Exciting.
0: Yeah. Tommy Gun Gunwizards, number one. This is me. Uh, this is Christian Ward writing uh, a four-issue mini series about, like, mobsters with magic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it sounds like fun. I enjoy his art. Uh this is his first time writing and I've like I follow him on Twitter. He's like super excited about it. He tweets art and pages from it all the time. It That's adorable. Super good. Uh fantastic four, Yancy Street number one. Um
1: yeah, this is just like Expanding on Fantastic Four world, it's written by Jerry Duggan. That's I, I yeah. have to like. I think I'm contractually obligated at this yes. point.
0: Let me check the fine print. Yep, that's yep. it. Must read yeah. all Duggan.
1: All Duggan. All Duggan must read. All Duggan and and will enjoy. Yes. Bless you.
0: Thank you. Uh, yes, the central thesis of this is: Are the Fantastic Four good neighbors? Yeah. Brian, mm-hmm. tell me about Power Pack. Grow up, number one. Uh, yeah,
2: it's just it's. I mean, it's, and they're doing it in celebration of Marvel's 80 years, and I, I just I love, it. I don't, yeah. especially like the one I just like Power Pack, I don't, yeah. don't know why.
0: But. There's an Elsa Scheretti variant. I, I did see one. that. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm like, mm, I may have to get that one. Like, I've got 35 books next week, then it might be
3: 36.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Did we talk about my amended prediction on who, uh, Rebecca, the name of the character in Future Foundation? Uh. Oh, I think you did, but I don't remember. I know right. I messaged. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I amended my... Well, I cut in something. Yeah, yeah. I amended my prediction. I think it's uh, Light Tracker and yeah. a power pack character from their original run who was like a mutant who showed up in two issues who they saved. Nice. Whose name was Rebecca. I looked up all the Rebeccas ah, in the Marvel Universe. there you go. That's... That's so Alex. Alex
1: put in a bunch of fucking effort. <laughs> That's
0: call, so I searched Alex. the name Rebecca on Comic Vine. <laughs> Um, me, another me, Dr. Mirage number one. It's Mag's Visaggio. It's about death. It's Nick Robles' art.
1: Oh, god damn it. Fine. <laughs> there I'm were like...
0: preview pages in the back of Live fire this week and just Chef's Kiss. Uh,
1: the whole time I'm like, okay, I can wait for trade. I can wait for trade. Nick damn Robles' it. art. God damn it. Okay, fine.
0: It's a five issue miniseries.
1: <laughs> fine, fine, fine. You know, that's what sucks me in I'm like, oh, it's only, it's it's only five
2: issues. issues It's only, yeah. six issues. It's only five issues how... on a
1: week when I have 35 books <laughs> Oh, yeah, Fine. imagine
2: that Now now I've got like 45 issue miniseries I'm reading yeah. hey. Welcome to how my
0: pull list is 102 books right now <laughs> 40 of them are miniseries Yeah, right Because <laughs> miniseries don't count <laughs> Except so when I'm... they do <laughs> <laughs> Many series are the holiday calories of comic books. <laughs> holiday calories.
2: <laughs> yeah. When you have a holiday every two weeks,
0: that doesn't help. No. Yes. This is my mother's thing. My mother always said, oh, yeah. What you eat doesn't count on holidays. Oh. Uh, yeah, if, if you limit that
2: to twice a year, you might be able to get away with right. it. Right. <laughs> right?
1: But every day is a holiday if you're me.
0: <laughs> I am my own holiday. Life is a holiday.
1: Okay, I eat salads. <laughs> I eat salads a lot. It's terrible
0: not one of those midwestern salads either you're talking about actual like greenery and vegetables not What
1: is a midwestern salad Um
0: pick any seven random foods and cover them in mayonnaise
1: Oh no like macaroni <laughs> no, 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 salad no. and shit like that no in
0: no. layers in a no. very no. tall
1: no.
0: salad casserole uh, Yeah
1: that's 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 casserole
0: No, no casserole is baked not casserole, is, by definition, casserole is baked because it requires a, a, a casserole. Traditionally, requires two things: it requires a casserole dish. If you want to be really technical, but it has to be baked with some sort of 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 emulsification, usually eggs. Okay. Um. The more you know. The more you know. Batman, Superman. Oh, no, number one. Yeah. This is you, Jim.
1: Oh, this is me. Okay. Is um. You. you get to find out who all's infected, and I still haven't caught up on all the other stuff. But <laughs> I'm gonna read this. <laughs>
0: Please let it be hot, girl. Please let it be hot, girl. Please let it be hot, girl. God,
2: for half a second, like literally just a fraction of a second, thought he said hot girl.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Please be hot girl. Please be hot girl. And then he, and then, and then
3: inaccurate.
2: And then, and then I realized he said hot girl, and I was like, oh, same thing.
3: This is
0: literally not even the first time this month we've had this conversation. (laughs) People hear what they want to hear.
1: It's true. It's very
0: true. Marvel Comics number 1000, Brian.
2: Oh, th- th- again, this is just Marvel celebration of uh everything. There I-, I can't even count how many different creators are involved in this. It's a 80 big amalgamation of Well,
0: 80 writers and yeah. 80 artists, so Yeah. 100. It's
2: just a giant amalgamation of of Marvel yeah, stuff.
0: I had to go type this into my database, and it took me like two minutes to figure out how to enter this in the least confusing way. Yeah, cause I can't just call it Marvel Comics number one thousand one, cause next month is Marvel Comics number one thousand and one, cause it's not just a one shot. Right. So now there's an entry <laughs> for Marvel for a comic Comics. called Marvel Comics. Uh huh. <sighs> yeah.
2: Bye. Marvel Comics, yes. Yes.
0: This is apparently Al Ewing's brainchild, though, so I need it in my veins. Absolute Carnage, Miles Morales, number one. We've talked a lot about Absolute Carnage, but also this is written by Saladin Ahmed. This will, at some point, I'm sure, figure into what's going on in his Miles Morales Spider-Man book. So, if you are reading Miles Morales Spider-Man, I'm assuming this is pretty mandatory reading. It is for me. Also, because it's Saladin Ahmed, it's mandatory.
1: Right, yeah. It's it's going to get red.
0: And Absolute Carnage stuff has all been very good so far, so... Yeah. Like... Which is which is appropriate, because red is the right color for
1: Absolute Carnage. Huh.
0: <laughs> I hear better dead than red. Okay. It's not what Osborne said. <laughs> True. Uh, is that everything? I think that's everything. Yeah, I think it is. What? Cool. Well, um, thanks again to Jim Calafiore for joining us this week. Yes. We will be at DragonCon. Yeah, the next
1: issue or the next episode you hear will be probably DragonCon. Yeah,
0: if you're
2: if you're at DragonCon this Friday, one o'clock, come see us. Yeah,
1: is it safe to say that it might be a a teensy bit a teensy bit pushed back the episode drop? Uh, it's a busy weekend, so if it is,
0: there's a small chance, but like really, truly, I go home at nights on DragonCon. I'm not gonna do crazy editing for this one. You're gonna
1: sleep and hydrate. (laughs) I'm
0: sorry. I stay hydrated <laughs> the whole time. Oh, shower will be the first thing. Yeah, do. that's
1: yes. as soon as you get to a place with a shower.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. It might be Tuesday. It'll probably be Monday. It may be a day. Usually, that's a I said may. Got man. it last year. Okay. Yep.
3: All right.
0: Um. I have tweeted out my panels I that will, I am moderating.
1: I will do. Th- it, they will be tweeted yes. by the time this comes out.
0: If you have the app, you can search either of our names and see a list of our panels.
1: Yes, I actually posted on Instagram cute little video of me doing such a thing i was like i had to learn how to do that i see youtubers do it all the time and i was like fuck i don't know how to record my phone screen it turns out it's not a setting unless you have an iphone
0: okay (laughs) um what's really fun is when you want to like learn how to mirror it to your desktop for a go-to meeting so you can show app integration as you demo software
1: yeah i'm okay i'm okay not doing that
0: I had uh, yeah, I I had to figure out a lot of this stuff for a job once, and it just is like the most esoteric bullshit. Usually, nope.
1: Yeah, yeah, nope, I'm I'm
0: cool. It's called yeah. my life. It's called my job. sausage. Okay,
1: yeah. that's yeah.
0: that's actually what Brian's business card says. Brian Baker, esoteric bullshit.
1: <laughs> it should. Oh my god,
0: I so want that. <laughs> All right. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. You can visit us at panelologypodcast.com. Hey, do that. And... Click the submit button or go to panelology.com, panelologypodcast.com slash submit and send us questions for Friday. Yes, yeah. do that. Yeah. Please. We shall answer. Indeed. Um, And uh, hey, look, if you come see us instead sort of the McElroy panel going on at the same time, we love you forever. Indeed. Like Or the Stanley you... tribute going on at the same time. Are you kidding? No.
1: Look, like we get it. But also, if you do come to us instead of those things, you're our best friends. Yeah. You
0: are. I will say... There's more than one Q&A with Travis and Clint. There's it's true. Only one there paramology. is. There's only one yep. of us. How do you prioritize that? There's an easy answer. Come to our thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. That,
0: um, is, that is correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm done. This outro's gone on too long. You don't need to hear all the other bullshit again.
2: <laughs> Go listen to another
1: episode and know... listen to the
0: outro. It's, 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 yeah. You know
1: where to find us yeah. and yeah. all that
2: all the places and and patreon and website and all that stuff
0: look frankly at this point you have more access to me than my own parents so
1: (laughs) it's true whatever same z's like hard same i'm alex i'm jenna
2: and i'm brian go read comics
0: sutra,
3: sutra. I was gonna
0: was. let this one pass uh, oh. oh a double
2: snort! A double
0: snort. <laughs>
2: God, oh, there's times when I'm oh. really glad I don't have a drink in front of me.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh,
1: okay. oh. just breathe. Oh, Nobody say it again.
3: Fuck you,
0: I was just watching Brian. I knew it was coming.
3: <laughs> oh. oh. oh.
1: <laughs> okay. What's next?
2: Well the worst is position eighty four.
0: Sixty-nine requires two maces. <laughs> Actually, Actually I was gonna say the
2: we all know the roughest ones are the eighties. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> Okay. Alright. You done now, Jin?
0: Yes. You sure? No. No. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Now that I've cut out the last three minutes of Jin laughing. <laughs> uh Death's Head number two. Ugh.